Oompa Loompa Oompa Gee Fat You look like someone who owns a cat Oompa Loompa Energy Drink Time for the show Tell me what you think Uh, Saturday Night Live, and now this is this is this is what you're gonna do. Well, no, but I am getting the dailies of his new Willy Wonka that's that's filming. So I'm I'm seeing all the daily footage that comes back from that. Little known fact, I am a producer because uh, I am Roald Dahl's uh, great great (laughs) great great fluffer. (laughs) I'm just very good at it. The Crarys have been fluffing the dolls for generations. Uh, horrified. <laughs> Not for this guy, it ain't. Oh God! <laughs> I, I hate to think what kind of fanfic this is actually playing into. And for it you. goes a little something like this: science, magic, horses, truth. The end. Wow. Did you like the did you like the part where the alien came down and became a sci-fi for a little while? No, not especially. The alien came down. Eh? Is that anything? Yeah. Man. Dan, if you're gonna host a writer's retreat, I really (laughs) need feedback that's that's like more than minimal. Oh, okay. Uh, you you brushed aside all the anti-Semitism and racism associated with Roald Dahl, so that was that kind of took me out of the story. I feel like I have to sanitize it, like when I did my uh, Joseph Conrad fan fiction Shard of Darkness. <laughs> oh no! I really, I really didn't touch upon any of his. Uh... <laughs> Should always say more prominent themes. This this brings us back to the fact that you ghost wrote The Greatest Showman and the way that you just kind of whitewashed P.T. Barnum. I just I just feel like you're contributing to uh, the making of modern propaganda that whitewashes the uh, colonizing and exploitative history of America. And I mean, I know Roald Dahl was British with uh, by Nor- via Norwegian ancestry. And I, the I most racist I know, I know, of combos. I, I know when you're when you're getting feedback, you're supposed to accept it. But I just want to I just want to say that um, when it's time for me to write a fan fiction about a guy that just killed three whales for no goddamn reason, uh-huh. that will be a different kink. Oh, that'll be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be highlighted, not just gotcha. sort of a historical footnote. Uh, sure. Yeah, the racism is kind of hard to play up for. Uh, Romantic tension or yucks, isn't it? Um, just say yes and move on. Style, yes. <laughs> just say yes and move on. I'm not teeing you up Actually, there. I have some opinions on this. Oh God, have you been taking MDMA? I've been I've been taking a, a, a master's in business <laughs> administration. I've been taking my MBA. Ah, gotcha. So I don't have a soul anymore. Take that, business people. <laughs> I thought you you'd bastards. been trying to. I thought you'd been trying to do things the Mamba way, and you'd been doing the uh, the NBA. Who knows how many mambos there are? Even at least five that I can that I can so, think yeah. of. <laughs> Modern research in Lou Vega has revealed at least five. But uh, it does imply the upper limit is still an enigma. Yeah, it does imply the existence of uh, of mambos at an incalculably higher number, an infinite <laughs> of number N of plus- mambos, if you will. Mambos equals N plus one mambo. So we, we become infinitely recursive. And now it's about irrational numbers. I can see numbers. forever. 
a little bit of Pythagoras in my life. Uh, a little bit of Newton by my side. A little bit of Einstein's all I need. A little bit of this makes my eyes bleed. Ah! Lou Vega wanted to fuck all of them. Uh, Lou Vega, mathematician. <laughs> I like that. fun here, but again, I have to. I have to. What is? Who is this for? I don't know. It's not for us. Hank Green, maybe? Nah, no. He loves he loves mambos and math. He has taste. That's the one element you're missing there. Taste. Uh, um, the thing that like COVID took from you. Taste. Oh. The reason I tell you uh, all those arbitrary fashion rules you should be following. Taste. But I love being a rag and bone man. You. <laughs> you're not. That. I have a. I have a. I have a top hat with the top coming <laughs> off like it's a cut can. <laughs> A, a dirty, a dirty red and blue tuxedo with a big flower on it. Fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves because the that are torn, not not designed that way. Right, and um, and a cane that's, I don't know, collapsible or something. I don't, I don't really, I can't complete this look for you. You mean my cane? So no, it's different. Now we're into weeaboo. <laughs> We boo, we boo. I can't escape the curse. I know enough about anime to spot people, and uh, you know, have sword canes. No, that's good. That'll save your life. <laughs> that will. That that's pretty obvious because they're always like hanging out in the park, just kind of looking for somebody to say just something about their cane. cane. Really slowly. <laughs> yeah, they're just looking around. They're like, someone say something about my cane. No, I can recognize, like, if you're wearing a Doctor Stone sweatshirt. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to to clock that. I'm not gonna engage with you, but I am going to silently go fucking weeb. <laughs> you goddamn garbage human with that cartoon you like. Right. It's like uh, how dare you express something that gives you joy that mainstream society has decided is kind of weird. If we were meant to ha- produce joy locally, booze wouldn't be a thing. I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to walk that one back. If Humans could endogenously produce joy, then we wouldn't have addiction. There you go. That's that's a little more all-encompassing. I didn't want to leave anyone out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're all about inclusivity. Yeah, yeah everyone all is addictions. <laughs> we're all terrible. All of us are monsters made mortal. Austin, did you see that Hayden Christensen is not only reprising his role of Darth Vader for the Obi-Wan series, but he's also going to show up maybe as a Force ghost, maybe in a flashback in the Ahsoka show? Ah, uh, the Ahsoka Shoka. The Ahsoka Shoka. <laughs> yes. Is it still? Is it still? Uh, is it still? Who's her face? It's Ahsoka. Ra- Rosario Dawson. Yes. I like her as Ahsoka. She does good. She's a good Ahsoka. I really thought you were going to make a Mormon joke. Be like, I Ahsoka doll in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's where you stick it in a twilight twi- twilek, but you don't move. <laughs> She's not a twilek. I know she's a Tagruta, but I'm trying to reach a wider, I'm trying to hit more people with the joke, Dan. Okay, in the Venn diagram of people who know what a Twilight is, how many How many do you think don't know that Ahsoka is not a Twilight? Um, would a dare know that? Would a dare? I know Anne wouldn't, so you'll get a very angry text from her, because she's on my side in this, Anne is. So... I, I just don't think that most people who are familiar with Star Wars species are going to be splitting hairs about this. But uh, I be who am I kidding? They'll, they'll be the the people splitting who head know. Tentacles, you mean? No, I just mean like you did not cast a wider net by saying Twi'lek instead of Tegruda. 
you didn't that didn't achieve that desired effect. If you're covering for misspeaking, that's one thing. But I don't want you to lie to our audience like you were trying to dumb it down for them. Dan, I would never lie to our beautiful, sexy audience. Well, now you have. Of the audience who I respect and I'm not trying to exploit in the long con for cash. (laughs) I keep waiting for the money-making scheme to kick in. You're really good at setting up pyramid schemes. You just don't know how to get that first cash flow started from your downstream. (laughs) How about I sell them... um, can Can I borrow a dollar? Are you selling banter? Are you? Are, is this is this a banter pyramid scheme? Pyramid banter. Pyramid banter. All right, now you just have to find two banter. <laughs> uh huh. And teach them how to not be funny for twenty minutes. I don't think this is a sustainable business model. <laughs> In just twelve cycles, everyone on Earth will be bantering. <laughs> uh, I I saw an article. It was probably the Atlantic that was saying that the worst part about social media is that humans are just not meant to or designed to talk to this many people. Some British guy came up with an arbitrary number that's like, you can only really know 150 people. And I was like... And if a British guy said it, it must be true. Well, he's just bragging over here about knowing 150 people. They invented Greenwich. (laughs) They they also invented Snooker, so... uh, I assume. I don't know. It has such a dumb name, you would assume yeah, they invented I don't, I don't, it. Yeah, you assume it's British because it has a dumb name. Right. Or is it just like like chess where they claim a lot of ownership over it, but it is not theirs at all? I don't it was know. actually a bunch of games out of Italy mm-hmm. that William Shakespeare stole and said it was his. Snooker? <laughs> Snooker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what all the balls represent people that die at the end. Ah. It was very popular with the Medici family, <laughs> Snooker. They love killing people. <laughs> They're big on it. Are they uh, still around, the Medicis? No, no, no. They were absorbed by the Is Rothschilds. Is like a Craig Medici I can meet? <laughs> oh, my God. They're probably... A, no, I'm sure there's people with the last name Medici still, but I don't think the Medici family as like a, a force for banking. As like the OG exploitive capitalists? No, probably not. Uh, I'm hoping there's just like a guy. Greg Medici. Works at the Dollar Tree and was like, mm, I used to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Also, also, he can't die. He's an eternal. Uh, oh, okay. Should have led with that. Why is he work? If you're eternal, why would you work at the dollar store? Times are rough, man. Uh, I mean, everyone's hiring. <laughs> Times are rough. No one's going to see your movie that's about to come out. <laughs> uh, I was just watching uh, an early review for that. And it sounds like the end credit sequences are kind of what we're paying for, that the end credit sequences are mind-blowing. They introduce like four new characters or something. So. Okay. Which ones? I don't know. I, I'm assuming that one is Namor because him and his costume leaked. I'm guessing Reed Richards is the other is another big one, but I don't know. Okay. Because doing a good people, are, four. people are starting to talk about the Illuminati. And that was Reed Richards, Reed Richards Namor, Doctor Strange, Doctor Namor. Strange and Tony Stark. Uh, Tony Stark and Professor X. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They'll probably sub in Shuri or Banner in place of Tony Stark to be a science bro, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I know it's not. I know that I am not one of the characters in one of these end credit sequences, despite my protestations and my numerous audition tapes. Yeah, despite all those audition tapes, you say. Right. I really wanted to be Moon Knight. I have the mental health problems, and you're so good at them. I'm great at them. And they do influence me and drive me to seek justice. And how many moon-based gadgets do you have? 
Um, well, I got a moon, moon ring. I got moon pies. Um, okay. I got uh, I got blue moon. I got uh, moons over my hammies. I've got uh, sailor yeah. moon. Um, so okay. Yeah, Usa- yeah. She's kind of the ace in the hole because oh yeah, moon she's got the power, entire maybe. military might of the moon kingdom. Yeah, exactly. No, I I feel like I'd be an excellent moon knight, which isn't much. They didn't have soldiers. No, it was they weird. just it was had just, scouts. They just had beautiful, beautiful scouts. Which is like, I mean, they always saw a conflict coming, but they couldn't really do much. As far- yeah, they were, who did they report it to? I don't know. I think that they, uh, much like the Japanese military, I don't know how they would actually fare in a modern conflict. Oops, all scouts. <laughs> they're they're dedicated to peace, so, yeah, oops, uh, all scouts. What kind of military is dedicated to peace, even? Um, I don't know, one that doesn't cost more than the GDP of pretty much every nation on Earth. What a nightmare world that would be. It's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, can we you imagine? Li- what would we have? Healthcare and roads that are collapsing? Not, uh, <laughs> it's a good thing we're not obfuscating a nightmarish reality through layers of clum- clumsy cynicism. <laughs> Woo! But, you know, as I've started to say, because, you know, cynicism only helps the oppressor. Like giving up and just throwing your hands in the air and saying everything sucks and it'll never be better really only benefits capitalists. And if there's anything you want to do, Austin, it's eat the rich. Uh, so if you actually want to eat the rich, and that hasn't just been a catchphrase for 300 episodes, uh, the cynicism is not going to aid in your endeavor to eat the rich. I hear what you're saying, but also the new Diablo 2 just came out, and I'm really <laughs> invested in that. I mean, that's fine. You see my dilemma, because I'm torn between eating the rich. Mm-hmm. And also, my Hammerdin has to get to level 80 to iterate on its teleport build. Mm, interesting. Someone who claims to uh, be down for the class struggle and eating the rich has been supporting Blizzard. Hmm, interesting, interesting. That's true. You know what I love doing? Not thinking about the moral implications of my actions. <laughs> you are famous for saying that. <laughs> In the middle of your rampage when you were running people over, Mr. Mercedes style. <laughs> Not my circus, not my monkeys. As he throws it in reverse, it goes back over the farmer's market crowd. I refuse to consider this deeply, gathunk, gathunk. <laughs> and then you get out, you find the old man who, who you stole the car from, and then you put him behind the wheel. Get out of that bitch. The perfect crime. I closed the narrative loop. Mm-hmm. You're a monster. <laughs> but also, sometimes I talk about doing good stuff. You do talk so, about you. You talk an excellent game. Thank you. If words were moral decency, then God, you would be. I would be the Pope of Twitter. Which, no one wants to be the Pope. I mean, except the Pope. You know, sitting on top of a, crimi- a vast criminal empire like that. So, can we do like a like a Scarface thing? Is that where this is going? Uh, no. Say hello to my three little friends, and then the Holy Spirit comes down. Ah, and it's a big gun. That's that's pretty good. Just imagine that in your mind's eye, listener. That's as much as I'm willing to contribute to that bit of banter. And now it's Istanbul and not even Constantinople? I know, right? It wasn't very holy and it wasn't very Roman. We're just taking disparate pieces of history. We're just, not even we're pieces of history. Now. <laughs> we're just like history name dropping. Uh, turns out, who was to- that Charlemagne guy anyway? Uh, my ancestor, actually. I'm I'm related to Charlemagne, and I have to. So it's like a third of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's true. I'm not bragging about it. I feel guilty about it. You know, Charlemagne was an asshole. No, Dan. Anybody who conquered was was an asshole, right? 
I mean, that's kind of my my opinion. Um, well, history is written by me, and I say it's A-OK. <laughs> oh, that's not surprising and deeply upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that you didn't say that. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm going to say that instead you said on October whatever this is, Dan said Austin was a cool guy and you should come to a pool party at his house. You think I'm throwing a pool party in October? In Montana? I'm going to say that you said I was even cooler for doing that. You're you're pretty cool, man. I'm, I am going to have to, like, just so it's not too apparent, I'm going to edit that to say that you said I was a butt. It's just so I'm a morally complex character. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone is questioning the complexity of your morals. No, no, no. Your morals don't seem complex to anyone who's passively listening to this My morality is as complex as my aroma. <laughs> it, it, it's just... Uh, too long didn't read. It's bad. It's just, it's just bad. <laughs> Getting notes of uh, shoe leather, uh, burning shoes, <laughs> um, rubber, maggot-infested shoelaces, <laughs> rubber. Hostin, you're the old woman who lives in a shoe, but the kids have revolted and set the house on fire. God damn, <laughs> class traitor kids. They think? should be happy that I provide them with shoe. <laughs> you think this giant shoe just grows on trees? You know how much sure, it costs to keep a shoe over their heads? <laughs> sure, the shoe fell from a beanstalk. It is a giant shoe after all. Where do you think it came from? But still. In this fairy tale universe I live in. Yeah. Although the shoe has appreciated like hell in this market. Because, I mean, you can rent out well over half the shoe. The front toes alone are bigger than a lot of places. Yeah, some people in New York, they pay they pay 1600 bucks a month for half a dang crock. Is that anything? No, it's not. Because I thought, what was that? What was that? What was that? Small bad shoe. You have robbed me of years of my life. <laughs> and he, I would have gone. True. With, I do get stronger as you get. I would have gone with Tom's <laughs> of Maine. No, do they do shoes out of wax now? That seems like them. Biodegradable shoes from Tom's of Maine, <laughs> and they're hypoallergenic. This is just burlap. This is just a sack that some of their stuff came in, and they're selling them for eighty bucks a pair. I mean, I bought them. They're nice, but still, it seems a little ridiculous. You bought them because you a status symbol. Well, yeah. What, I'm going to buy the, you know, 360 stuff at Whole Foods? They're like store brand? How dare you? I'll bet that's not even from a... I don't know what you vegans like. <laughs> uh, I bet that's not even from a, a crystal garden or whatever you do. <laughs> Whatever it is you do. Yeah, that's where our jackfruit is grown, in the crystal garden. In the crystal garden. From the moon, because I am, in fact, a sailor scout. All sailor scouts are vegan. You didn't know that, but they are. Oh, uh, that explains it. Yep, tuxedo mask is the only meat around there. hey Again, who is this for, Dan? <laughs> My pyramid scheme will never come to fruition unless we can reach a wider audience with our comedy. Ah, well, let's start. I'm trying. I'm putting in the effort by reaching out to the Twi'lek audience. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know who this show could ever be for, but we've, we've kind of talked that to death. Austin, um, I want to play a game with you. Uh, say it like it's supposed to be said. And we're coming up on everybody's favorite game, review time. The one where we review the reviews. No, I'm changing it. This is a different one. Austin, I want you to give me your review of movies you haven't seen. First one is okay. going to be Meet Me in St. Louis. Also known as Meet Me in um, St. Louis. Okay, well, I looked and it's like, 
It's six hundred dollars with a with a connecting flight, <laughs> and it's like we can just meet on Zoom. Four stars. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you seen Venom two yet? And I'm probably going to go see that on Hallow's Eve. Hmm. They're playing John Carpenter's The Thing here on Halloween night, so I'm going to see that on the big screen because, you know, it's Missoula. There's oh, more I'm, class I've only taste. seen Adam's Family, The Thing. Ah, sure. Uh, great. So give me your review of Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Um, take, who's the guy that's doing Carnage this time? So first off, that's Woody Harrelson, and second off, take Woody your Harrelson. time. Dude, you can ec- edit out all of these pauses. Like, why are you rushing? I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit in pauses. <laughs> really? You're gonna edit in a big long pause, like right here. I think it makes. I think it makes me approachable. You're gonna put in a big pause right about here. I'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got time for one more. One in, more. My, in, in my mind, I thought it was Owen Wilson that was gonna be Carnage, and it's that's a better Carnage. Wow, it's quite the symbiote you got there. Uh, that's what I wanted to hear. Thank you. <laughs> Dad's for me, my puppet. So Spider-Man in these things or no? <laughs> sure haven't seen him. <laughs> Seems weird. Do do Venom and not no Spider-Man? I just kind of crazy, kooky. Your own Wilson isn't bad. It's not bad. I did break my nose recently, so that's helping. <laughs> that that's what it is. Yeah. All right. No time to die. The newest James Bond movie. Have you seen that? I didn't have time. To see it. I'm very busy with Diablo 2. Three stars. <laughs> More like no time to dye my clothes black because I'm in mourning over a female James Bond. Okay, enough of you. Austin, uh, this is our last episode before Halloween. So talk me through your big old Halloween plans, your big throbbing Halloween plan. I'm sorry. Well, my big throbbing Halloween plan. <laughs> Uh, I'm, it's tough because I have so, as you know, I have so many sexy versions of costumes that choosing <laughs> just one is, is, it takes up most of my Halloween week. And since you're a cat boy, nine days out of 10, it's, uh, that one's off the table. Cause that's the obvious easy one for you. The obvious one is the cat boy. I usually am. <laughs> cat boy, cat boy. The appeal sexy is I got a pussy on that's both sides. Boy. Oh. I'm glad you talked over that. It'll be harder for people to hear what I said. <laughs> About having bussy on both sides. God damn you to hell. Oh. Gross. Austin. Why Daniel? What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, Don't say depressed. You say that every year. I'm going to be like the, the physical concept of depression in most antidepressant commercials. Oh, it's going to be that like sad little gray blob. I'm going to be an amorphous gray blob or a rain cloud. Again, where's the costume? <laughs> I think I got you. I think I got you there. I got you good. You didn't have shit to say to that. No, it's okay. I'll edit it so it seems like I did. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Editing in pauses and making yourself sound quippier somehow at the same yeah, time. Yeah, the pause that was just there. I'm going to edit. Er- I'm going to put it in earlier, so uh. I have so I have the resources. <laughs> You're stockpiling pauses. Yeah, it's good. That you have to build your your resources. Yeah. So that way, whenever I want a, a pause, now I have one, and I don't have to get it commissioned. Mm, sure. A little trick of the trade. And there. that's how Austin started pause up, which was very confusing. People thought it was like a dog related thing. It's like no, I'll, I'll just sell you a long blank stretch of audio for you to use like whenever you need one of those like and this is not the glamping dude ranch in montana that celebrities go to and you're like i don't understand why you came here (laughs) why are you at my house (laughs) 
dressed for fly fishing. Why are you at my house in such a hurry, Dave Chappelle? It's like you're trying to get away from something. (laughs) And that's how Austin's going to spend his Halloween. Good night, everyone. A Secret Weapon Production.